hello, hello. It's me. It's you, the one and only. I guess. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, let's just let's just let's just start this pod. Welcome to Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings and other things. Also, I'm Jarvis. Oh, me, uh, as me as well. Jordan yeah. here as well. Jordan here as well. And uh, we're Sorry, joined. It's my first episode. It's Jordan's first episode. He's new at this. He's nervous. But it's not just us. It's not just us. In fact, if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, you have no idea who else is here unless you read the title of the episode. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> we're joined today by a very special guest, Mac Cahey, Macazelli. Uh, what else we got? Macintosh. Mac does it. Macintosh computers. Uh, Mac Lamore. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much the show. I think. Uh, <laughs> ah, yeah. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. You have, to admit you. That. You so, have joined us, and <laughs> what else is there to say? So that's it. I'm here. So Mac is joining us today. We're just going to hang out, chat, talk about our feelings, and other things. Also, you've heard the podcast introduction, but before we get into all that, Mac, how was your week? How was my week? It was weird i just started dieting and i've been Ooh. working out for the past like month but i just started a diet and meal prepping and all that stuff oh. so oh hell yeah that's awesome <laughs> my mood has been in a, in, in a weird place <laughs> a better How's place energy? but a weird a place? place yeah tell me about that because i have been like a literal human trash can recently <laughs> where i'm not i'm i've been stressed out i'm not eating well i'm bad aspiring to fit i have a bad personality um, it's honestly just all bad, bad sense of style, bad podcast, mm-hmm, bad videos. Yeah. What are the, the mood shifts that are happening right now? And like, the, in the mood shifts. Meal- I mean, program. it's, I feel, I feel like brighter at the same time, but at the same time, like more like, like I'm in a constant limbo mm. <laughs> or like a purgatory. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's so like, I'm so used to just like having like the world in my hand on like Uber eats. Yes. And now I'm like down oh to just God. like a few meals that I can choose from. There's a lot of chicken and fish right now. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> nice, you... nice rice base, white rice. Yeah, white rice, some some mm. spinach and all that. Yeah, that that. Oh, mess. all these flavorful <laughs> ingredients. <laughs> I like the idea of meal prepping a lot, but I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. Like, are you following some sort of guide or using some? Sort I'm of lazy service? too. I paid for this. Yeah, I, it's a service I paid for. They send uh, me a bunch of meals every week. Okay. Oh. I, <laughs> uh, do you recommend it to? Uh, I mean, we doesn't have, this isn't sponsored or anything we can I mean, yeah, or I, I, do you I'm recommend on, it in the are they willing I'm on, to pay I'm on the sport? first week right now so okay. I can't really tell you my full okay. review but right okay. now it's good yeah. it's okay. like it's factoring factor 95 that okay. company it's the, if you've seen them pop up on Facebook and all that stuff oh I haven't their food is good it's good and all that stuff there's also like freshly I think that's the yeah. most popular yeah. one I use freshly but right I need to change the things that I'm delivered because I don't like eating them anymore. And that's <laughs> just going back to like the amount of laziness. I've now re- I've now resigned myself to still ordering Uber Eats despite the fact that I have fresh leaves in the fridge. Oh, what um, a rush. Let me tell you. I know. That, for a certain period of time, that was the closest I had to a kink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, looking at my freshly box with the ice slowly melting and dripping onto the ground and being like, no, bitch. You make eye no, contact. Jack in the box, bitch. Yeah, make eye contact with the meal prep while you're ordering other foods. <laughs> you're, you're, oh, what's it's like that? You're, Ding dong, Denny's is here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you fucking cuck freshly. <laughs> you watch me enjoy <laughs> Watch me enjoy this other uh, other food. Watch me eat these carbs. I know. These McDonald's fries. Wow. <laughs> Sucks Just to suck freshly. Over your chest. 
<laughs> I know. The oil just like, yeah, coming out of your mouth. I want to be doing what you're doing and I'm saving up executive function <laughs> to get to get there. Like how's it affected your energy levels? Um, better. I have a lot more energy. I, I okay. feel like I'm not tired after filming a video anymore. Oh. <laughs> What's that Which is like, like my major problem for the past few months. It's Yo. interesting. It, it's it's weird to think of how much your mood can change just for what you put in your body. People always tell you that and you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But it's like, it's true, I guess. You're selling, you're selling me on it right now. Yeah, Jordan doesn't buy it, but I do. Yeah, bullshit. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I really do always think back to, like, and I've said this a million times, like whenever I'm talking about a hard time that I'm going through and my therapist is like, well, are you taking care of yourself at all? And I'm like, no, is that a problem? <laughs> like, is that, is that bad? What do you mean? It's like, yeah. stop talking about these fairy tales. Um, absolutely. Sorry, were you listening? <laughs> yeah. Am I taking I care of my myself? Mood, not my food. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I wouldn't even consider taking care of myself. You dumb donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I? I feel terrible. That's awesome. So kudos to you. How are you doing with, um, the air quality in LA right now because I have tried to not spend too much time. Well, I'm normally not spending much time outside, but now I have an excuse. So <laughs> I'm the same right now. I mean, I, I'm in the valley, so the air quality up here isn't as bad as, mm. as I think like everywhere else is right now because the wind isn't blowing this way. Right. But it's been like the entire city of Los Angeles has been like one big sapia color for the past like two yeah. days. And it's like the weirdest, most depressing thing. <laughs> it really is. My uh it last looks insane. It yeah, it's and, not and, even like exaggeratable. Mm -hmm. In San Francisco it's, was straight up red. Like yeah. the other day. Yeah, that's crazy. That's it's, like some Blade Runner shit. <laughs> Last night Sadie and I went on a walk and she was like, Why does it smell so good? I thought it was supposed to smell like smoke or fire. And I was like, It does. And she was like, Oh, I was thinking of barbecue. It sound it smells like <laughs> all of Los Angeles is barbecuing. And so I thought it was a good thing. Uh, and I was like, no, honey, uh, we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> we are all burning. We're all burning. <laughs> we haven't talked much since quarantine started. How, like, how is everything going? Are you into your routines now that we've, you know, this is the new normal? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've gotten past the point of being stir crazy. Like, yeah. it's just like at the point, I just like, might as well just get used to this life. <laughs> Yeah. Also, Jordan is frozen right now as a smiling boy. And honestly, I know he's just really best. enjoying our conversation. Just, yeah. What do you mean? He's freeze. He's frozen. He's uh, holding a tight smile. Plot twist, guys. I am the new um, correspondent the new for Sad Boy. Yeah, we do. We, we do call ourselves correspondents. It feels like if you were writing a script about the Armageddon or something, the current state of the world with all the things that continue happening would feel like you would get notes back that are like, this is not believable. This is like too much of a hat on a hat. You're, mm -hmm. you mean to tell me the sky is orange and the economy's failing and there's a virus? Like, come oh, yeah. on. And there's a virus and there's been a confirmed case of the plague in, this, oh. in California recently. That's the, that's, that's the recent thing. I didn't think anyone knew about it. I wasn't, <laughs> I didn't share it with anyone on social media. So how did they find out? <laughs> how did they know I had that? Mm. <laughs> Damn, this shit's about to get bubonic. Let me check my phone to see if Jordan's okay. He's gone into the great big red. <laughs> because we- Yeah, the fires yeah, ate we him. We lost him the into fires the fires. Got him. Yeah. yeah. Surprise. Oh, he's back. There he is. <laughs> this is a great segue, and I, I feel like we've got to get you uh, while we still have you. How was your week? <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have a hot out. <laughs> 
No, but how's your week? Mm. Answer the fucking question. <laughs> okay, bro. A little bit of gotcha journalism on Sad Boys. Yeah, you were actually replaced. The new Sad Boy correspondent is Mac. Mm-hmm. It's actually preferable, yeah. I'm sorry about it, you know. It still happens. <laughs> it's also, yeah, well, uh, I got a couple people that'll back me up, and that's my fans. They all said they prefer you. Fuck. <laughs> that was damn. That was so fast. Mac, I like that you're like holding the the mic like you are a correspondent. I yeah. <laughs> Hello. I'm just gonna hold this mic so that I can feel cool also. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it on the mount, but just hold it. Yeah, but yeah, Jordan. Maybe it was good. I'm in a pretty, pretty good mood um one thing that put me in a slightly sour disposition is that on friday my pc was supposed to be arriving jarvis was kind enough to ship it to me and then it got into the country and they were like can we charge you 400 dollars as tariff and i was like i wouldn't like you to yeah it is my possession actually yeah Yeah, it's something that i own and is mine and they just went ah but that's a shame because we're holding it right now (laughs) ransom we are gonna charge you ransom if you can believe it um and then it was supposed to come on friday and then fedex was they had this idea that they could be incompetent instead of functional. Mm. So they left. They just didn't deliver it. Oh. I want it. I want it on Monday. I want to stream. I want to. <laughs> but yeah. What's the most ridiculous part of this is that the computer is probably worth what, like $2,000? Mm-hmm. And we have spent collectively $1,000 shipping it yeah. to you. <laughs> oh, my God. But on the plus side, it might have been destroyed by handling. <laughs> yeah, which is, I mean, honestly, I am I did what I could to secure the insides before shipping it across the pond. But I'm excited just to see, you know, you should have an unboxing where we just look yeah, at how broken video it is. Yeah, where it's just dust. Yeah. <laughs> Open it and it's just a bunch of dents. Like it's not exactly. it doesn't even look like a computer anymore. Yeah. But honestly, it's a sculpture. Honestly, it's insured. So that'll just finance another computer. Yeah, that would actually be great. Yeah. Hopefully the hard drive is still in good shape. Yeah. In case you're wondering, I definitely didn't sulk about it for two days. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm now trying to ignore that while I record the podcast. But yeah. Good week. Good Good creative energy out of nowhere which is always very welcome and i'm making music again for the first time in like I don't know, three months cool. or something very uh, cool. yeah good mood and hey i like you that. know i don't don't tell him but mac, mac seems like pretty nice so far <laughs> i won't i won't hopefully you know. the stuff that i've heard oh well, yeah I'm, I'm sure you heard all the stories you know mm-hmm. oh <laughs> <Mac>. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> i thought there were just two of us i was just listening to the audio version of the skype <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, overall good. What about you, JJ? How are you feeling? How's your week? I know there's been some interesting events in I'm the last I'm feeling like hours. a crisp $2 bill that I think is Ooh. actually yours, Jordan, because I think it yes. came in your possession. Rare and stolen. People are saying your afro is incredible, and I would like to comment that it is. I still refuse to grow the fro fully. I feel mm. like I look too much like a uh, fucking kid in play. Yeah, I look too, too much <laughs> like kid in play. That could be us. That's true. But you playing. <laughs> Damn. And you kid. Yeah. An afro is so much more maintenance than it I is. thought. In the beginning of quarantine, I was kind of growing one out and then yeah. like it was drying oh, out my yeah. scalp and all that stuff. It's like so much maintenance, so much more than people like people don't talk know. about it. People don't, don't know, know that life. I don't know if it's my particular Irish Kenyan blend, but it is no work. Like at all. <laughs> like literally okay, wow. zero. Work. Just brag right now. But, Why not? Um, 
But you know, it's ups and downs, right? Because my personality is bad. Yeah. That's like um my, the, I have, my hair is good, my ethics are poor. Like the side of my beard on this side. Like it's like I have oh, I have yeah. some genetics where like some things are good and some things are bad where people are like, Oh, do you maintain that? And I'm like, No, that's just how it grows. But then <laughs> why would I do that? <laughs> but I feel like I benefit a lot from curly hair because I can cut my own hair, which I did once this quarantine. And mostly no one noticed, even though it was a very bad hey. cut because all of it was hidden behind the curls. That's uh, <laughs> that's my secret. Mike, what's the what's the longest your hair has ever been? Um, it, I made a video about it. I straightened my hair once and it was like this, like I look like Jimmy Neutron. It was oh. like all <laughs> thing. <Brain blast. laughs> Did it give you any brain blast? <laughs> a lot of brain blast, you know? Oh, look I'm at my working. channel and it's just blowing. <laughs> 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 I just, just just blowing. It's like a it's like a dusty game cartridge. It's <laughs> 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 just blowing. Yeah, JJ, what's up? Oh yeah. So I do kind of want to talk about Afros, but but first <laughs> I will talk about my week. Uh tough. Speaking of like mopey or sulking, I think. I, I was kind of sulking because I worked really hard on this uh, video that I put out recently on Smart House. And I think it's like the best video I've ever made, or at least one of. But due to its like narrow appeal, it underperformed on the analytics. Like it got much fewer views. Now, all of the feedback on the video is like really positive and that's something to like celebrate. But I can't deny that like opening up my like analytics and YouTube being like 10 out of 10 by like a mile. And also like when the analytics are so low that you look like you think that it was a mistake. I'm like, is this, is this right? Is this a, <laughs> is this a glitch? I don't, um, and it's fine. Tweeting you know? at team YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Team YouTube, but it's, it kind of is a test of like, I knew going into making the thing that I was making something for me. And I was like putting, my, you know, own tender love and care into it. And because I've been doing a lot of stuff for the podcast, I hadn't had as much time to do video stuff. And because I didn't have like a brand deal or anything this week, I just wanted to take my time. And I'm really, really happy with the result. And I think that that's like needs to be enough. But there is a certain fear. And I don't know if you guys experience this where I'm just like, oh, is this the end? D am mm. I, am I, is YouTube over for me? Is it like, I won't be able to make a living off of this anymore because no one watches my videos. Oh, how how unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I feel uh, like that's all of our fears. Like we yeah, always have yeah. that constant thought, you know? If it doesn't yeah. perform as well, you're like, up, oh, that's it, it's over. Right. <laughs> you, you ever had like a, you're like feeling a little shaky about somebody you're like texting with, maybe you met on Tinder or whatever, or like you've been on one date and you're texting them and then you're like, well, the worst case scenario is that it's not going the way that I want it to and that mm. they hate me and that we're never going to talk again. <laughs> and then... <laughs> They send you one text with like a period in it, and you're like, "Well, well, like, well that's, they're that's bad. Right. They hate then, me. I they they want to yeah. kill me. Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> and it's funny. I think that what I have to remind myself is one to like trust my. And this is just for anybody who else who who also like experiences these types of feelings because it's something I talk to my therapist a lot about. Is like I have to trust my own wisdom. I know that I can and will make popular things again. I also know that I wasn't trying to make a very popular video by talking about this kind of obscure movie or whatever. Oh, and also the fact that the initial views on a video don't determine its long-term success anyway. You know, mm -hmm. like um, mm -hmm. the video has the highest like actual like view, like watch time of any video that I've made this year or ever, I think. And so, 
YouTube will probably find people to view that video. The click-through rate isn't bad. All of the sort of health metrics are good, except for like narrow audience appeal. So I may fiddle with the thumbnail and shit, but who knows? I don't need to worry about it. I need to just like keep my eye on the prize um, and keep making stuff that is fulfilling to me because that's the only way that I can keep doing what I want to do is by enjoying what I'm making, you know? And so that's how I was feeling right before we did this pod. I tweeted uh, at LeVar Burton to watch my video because LeVar Burton was famously or unfamously the director of 1999 Disney Channel original movie Smart House. And I like checked my phone and he replied to it. And I want to read some of his replies because um, it's... Actually, just like what has happened since me tweeting this is is kind of insane. So LeVar Burton, I thought that he was just like, oh, that's funny. Like, oh, nice to meet a fan. He like move Mm. like like the tweet and move Mm. on. It's like, yeah, 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 (laughs) whatever. Bye. Exactly. (laughs) Makes a copyright claim. Exactly. (laughs) So I tweeted, I hope LeVar Burton sees this at LeVar Burton. I made this for you. And then he replied, and now I can't unsee. So he's roasting me a little bit. Uh, mm. To which I replied, "Oh my God, you are a legend!" And also, "Jump, jump, the house is jumping." A reference to uh, <laughs> the uh, the hot banger from Smart House, of which those are pretty much the only lyrics. That's the one critique you have for him. <laughs> not, not enough, not enough bars. Yeah, the, the house is is indeed jumping. So, so what then blew my mind was that he further replied, having watched the movie, LeVar Burton said, clearly there were interpretations of the plot and character motivations that escaped me while I was making the film. Watching your analysis has rocked me to my creative core. (laughs) And then he followed, and yes, the house is indeed jumping. (laughs) So So now you're best friends. Now now you guys are making a film together, right? Uh, yeah, and then I told him, you know, it's it's always- Smart house reboot. (laughs) It's always nice to meet a fan. I told LeVar Burton. And then randomly, and this was very unexpected, my video was retweeted by Steve Blum, who is a voice actor, I think best known for being the voice of Spike Spiegel in Cowboy Bebop, which is kind of (laughs) insane. I don't know. It's a random, I don't know how LeVar Burton and Steve Blum kind of blended together to... Voices Uh, of a generation. (laughs) I know. I don't know how I feel. It's been an emotional roller coaster, but I am creatively fulfilled, and that's exciting. Does the the performance have any bearing on that? Well, in a fake way, like like my five-minute crafts video, I liked a lot, and then it didn't get a lot of views, and I thought, I was like, oh, it must be a bad video, and then six months later, it got like nine million views or whatever, and then I was like, oh, I guess it is a good video after all. (laughs) I am a good person. (laughs) Yeah, and so I think that that... That should have taught me to not worry too much about these things and not try to judge like my creative fulfillment off of the performance of a video. But I'm human and it's human, still- But you he, got LeVar Burton's attention. For people that don't know who he is, he also, he's a director of Smart House, but then he also was the face of Reading Rainbow, guys. Mm-hmm. For all the people who are our age, I guess, I don't know if people younger even know what the hell that is. <laughs> yeah, Jordan's frozen again. He was also in Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been all over the place. Uh, he, he had a cameo in Community, uh, one of my favorite cameos uh, on one of my favorite shows. He was like the face of the, he was like the black man of the 80s other than yeah. Mr. Bill Cosby. Yeah, I know. He's <laughs> he's the only black man of the 80s now. Now, we speak, yeah. We, <laughs> we don't, don't speak, speak of on, the other one right now. He's the only one who withstood the test of time. <laughs> that was my week. I presume Jordan will be joining us shortly. But 
I do want to continue talking about, we discussed this earlier, Mac. Have you heard the news about Demi Lovato's uh, fiance? Demi's fiance, that entire mess of like, oh, you know, poor Demi Lovato. You know, she never gets a break in my I eyes. I know. No, she I agree. She never gets a break. I agree. So, <laughs> like... so Demi Lovato, let's give a little bit of background. Demi Lovato is a former Barney star, former mm-hmm. Disney star, current star of music. She she makes music. <laughs> she's got She's got bangers. She's a very talented singer. She's been very open and talking about mental health, which is cool. She was in Camp Rock, you know, star of- Literally, I, just, I was literally just watching- um, the cast of Sunny with a Chance did like a Zoom call oh, reunion. Yeah. And literally one of the cast members was like, so what, what has everyone been doing since the end of the show? And she just jumped in first. Rehab several times. <laughs> and wow. they all went, oop, well, you can start. <laughs> I was like, she'll, she's, yeah, she's, she's extremely open about the things she's and going I, through, which and is that's, you know, needed. It's needed. You know, for a public figure like that. Exactly. And and even with Jordan and I in starting the show, also wanted to help to normalize like just discussions about mental health because mm-hmm. it's such a thing that you experience every day. And we have a society where you're made to feel like you're being weak if you express anything like that. Like mm-hmm. I just saw express the need for help. Yeah. Express the need for help or express that you have a problem, even if you're working on it, even if you have solved the problem for yourself. That it's still seen as weakness by uh, mostly toxic masculine like personalities, but the society is kind of full of those, unfortunately, and and that message carries. One thing that is, you know, just to sidetrack a little bit, uh, do you follow sports at all? No, I'm very gay. Um, <laughs> noted, noted. Um, so there's this commentator named Skip Bayless who's like. Uh, kind of known for his like very incendiary takes. And he, like the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, had a death in the family. I believe his brother passed away. Mm-hmm. And he he openly spoke about going to therapy and dealing with the loss of his brother and how it, you know, the depression that he was dealing with through that time, which I say, amazing. We need more people in sports to be talking about this stuff. We've, mm-hmm. you know, it's become a lot more common that people are starting to speak up and, and hopefully we're reaching a more critical mass of just more globally having that sort mm-hmm. of discussion across a everyone better conversation a about better conversation of, yeah. from from all walks of life right because mm-hmm. everyone deals with this stuff but then like this commentator was like i don't know you're the quarterback of america's team anything that you say that can be viewed as weakness will be like exploited and if you're yeah, a no, leader that's, that's such it's such it, like a double-edged sword because there's so much pressure for yeah. one human to be in such a big spot like that that like that 24 7 like demi yeah. and all of them yeah. but then at the same time they're not allowed to talk about the mental struggles of being in the spotlight 24 7 that's so i don't know it's so odd it's such like an odd like well, yeah, and then you see like crazy antics from like Justin Bieber or some shit, and it's like, and it's like, oh, Justin Bieber's so crazy. It's like, yeah, but all right, we got Jordan back. He <laughs> came yeah. back. So uh, we were just talking about public figures talking about mental health, and when you're in a particular stature in society, there's a lot of stress and strain that you know is unique to that position. But we also like make it difficult for people to be open about their struggles and their mental health. And so if you are thrust into the spotlight and don't have a really good support system and don't have like care to your mental health and stuff, then you you see a lot of these celebrity antics that are crazy and we kind of just make fun.
fun of it. You see this with Kanye yeah. as well. Like there's not room for the dialogue. It's tough because we never, no one, it's like boohoo, you're a celebrity, you're rich and famous and all that. <laughs> but not having the space to discuss mental health or, or making fun of people for their crazy antics or being crazy. I keep saying in quotes because that's like the thing. It's yeah. like, oh, isn't it funny how crazy this person is, is, is ultimately uh, toxic, I think. Yeah, mm -hmm. having the audacity to be crazy despite also having money. Like, I, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> how can you have money and be crazy? You yeah, know what I mean? like you, you have you have everything in your life. You have money yeah. and fame. Why be crazy? Why be crazy? Oh, <laughs> sadness is a zero sum game, and if you're being sad, you're cheating. Because I'm yeah. sadder than you. Yeah, and honestly, like you're taking away. Uh, attention like what do you want attention like everybody needs attention it's like no I, these are cries for help it's like the way the media treated britney spears in 2005 2007 oh my god yeah right sad very sad i didn't follow the narrative all the way to it i don't know what the conclusion i don't know the full the narrative i just know the big the big landmarks of those yeah. times i guess the beating the paparazzi with a with the umbrella and then oh yeah shaving her head well so yeah i don't know the full story with amanda Bynes, but she seems like she's in a better place now i know she's, she's like better yeah, i know yeah she she went to fit em. she has like a designer's degree now mm. and i think yeah i think she's oh, like wow. engaged yeah shout out shout out amanda please um out of the pod so britney spears like yeah had this big public breakdown and it was because of something very i don't fully know what led up to the shaving her head thing, but I believe it was something like super serious, like something about her child or something about a relationship. It was like something that was very normal, like to be stressed about. I think she was also in the middle of a custody battle. I think a like custody battle. the pressures oh, yeah. of just being Britney Spears on top of the mess between her and Kevin Federline that was happening yeah. and unfolding in front of everyone just yeah. kind of made her break a little bit. And, and then everybody was just like, oh, Britney Spears is crazy. She shaved her head, you know, TMZ headlines. And every every headline is kind of the spectacle of this breakdown. Even with Kanye in, in like 2020, it's all about the like spectacle of the breakdown and not like making sure that people are getting the help and resources they need. Mm -hmm. And that's a bummer. Like I think about, there's this Frank Ocean song and we will get back to Demi Lovato. <laughs> There's, I love this tangent. That I we know. Just... It's, a good, it's a good one, though. We're, we're, we're on our way back. We're on our way back. There's a Sprank Ocean song called Super Rich Kids. And oh, yeah. It's, Nothing but fake friends. It's about this very interesting, like, kind of tragic story of if you are born into wealth, you don't benefit from the fame or whatever. You have all these resources, but none of your problems are treated as as real. And also you you may be neglected by your parents because your parents may be off doing something or like living their lifestyle. It's a, it's a great song. And it's also Earl Sweatshirt has this line where oh he's God. like, uh, he's got, a, it's a great Earl verse, but he's like, you know, treat us like we can't erupt. These people are like treated like they can't break down and then something bad happens and then it's like a tragedy, mm. you know? Close uh, your eyes to what you can't imagine. Yeah, like exactly. And so that's the thing. It's like, it's like mental health is everywhere and you don't get a free pass just by having means. And I think that that's something that we could all keep in mind as we're thinking about celebrities and stuff. So, Demi Lovato. <laughs> Welcome to the weekly segment. <laughs> so, the Demi Lovato situation is, Demi Lovato is engaged to this man named uh, Max Eric, I believe. Enrich? I don't know. Er Erich. I don't know how to say his last name. It's E-H-R-I-C-H. <laughs> Erich. It's impossible to know. Rich. Rich. It's what you say. It's what you say when someone, <laughs> a famous person, tells you about their mental health problems. You're like, mm. rich. 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 Yeah. 
<laughs> so she's she's engaged. And uh, I saw this tweet, or Sadie saw this tweet this morning and shared it with me. Demi Lovato's fiance, Max Erich, Eric, is currently being criticized by fans after his old tweets and comments concerning Selena Gomez have resurfaced on the internet. So we're going to stop there. Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato have a long and storied relationship. Mm-hmm. They were co-stars on Barney as children. Uh, they were then later. Wait, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where they first met on they, Barney. Wow. They were on each other's shoulders inside of Barney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, <laughs> they just, were yeah. Barney. Yeah, yes. they were Barney together. <laughs> and Demi's mad because she had to be the legs. Yeah, she had to be the knee, and uh, Selena was the bar. So, <laughs> apologize. I'm sorry. So they went on to be on Disney together. I know it was like 2006, 2009 ish. They had a vlog together called like Selena and Demi. Did you ever yeah, know about and this? They were like what? the like second most subscribed YouTube they were channel. Huge. At they the were time. huge on YouTube. They were really together. Be- and then like right, they're right behind Miley and Mandy. I remember it was oh, yeah. Miley and Mandy, and then Selena and Demi were the top two like subscribed females on YouTube. Yeah. Before it, Jenna Marbles came in. <laughs> it, I watched. I I remember watching. Be long. I watched their vlogs i remember it was like because it was like when i was aging out of the disney channel but seeing them in this light was interesting i had no idea i don't know how that never never in my realm of influence that's weird so then i believe there's like some sort of adversarial relationship that has uh developed between selena and demi because Demi had her Finsta leaked. Did you hear about this a while back, Mac? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So can you speak on that while I pull up some of the receipts from I don't, it? I'm not fully certain about it. I don't even know if it really was her Finsta, but apparently yeah, she had her Finsta leaked and it was like her just like throwing shade at Selena and yeah. all that stuff. It was like publicly known that they had a fallout sometime mm-hmm. like after Disney Channel. Yeah. But people didn't know how hard the fallout was. And according to this Finsta, it was pretty hard, I guess. Yeah, because there <laughs> were like lots of, there were lots of like slights theoretically. Was there a clear like end to the YouTube channel or was it a sudden severing? Oh, I have no it's idea just, like, actually. Not going on anymore. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even fully know. It was I, know. I, I remember they had the channel around like the first two seasons of Wizard Whippy Place. Yeah. It was before it was before Demi actually was on Disney Channel herself. I just remember that there was a movie that Selena was filming called Princess Protection Program. Yeah. That starring her and Drew Seeley. No, that's that's another Cinderella story. That's another Cinderella story. Prison Protection Program is with Demi Lovato, yeah. So they were both doing that movie together. Yeah, the Finsta leak was the real tea. Yeah, I believe the Finsta leak is real. Because I believe it was like deleted or something immediately after this happened, but... There were all these tweets that were just like her taking a photo with the People magazine with like Selena Gomez crossed out or what the fuck? It's just like all these things that like uh like a serial killer. Well, it was it was a finsta where she was like I don't know allegedly. It was like let's say mm-hmm. allegedly. By leaks, do they mean the images were published? The image images from the finsta were published and the wow. the handle for for it was Trauma Queen Forever. <laughs> Forever. Um <laughs> That's pretty good. But but yeah, it was kind of it was kind of savage, you know, it was an interesting it was an interesting vibe. So basically there's some beef or there at least was perceived beef between them. Now, Demi is engaged to this guy Max Eric. And these tweets from Max Eric came out where he straight up sounds like a Selena Gomez stan. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm going to stand. I'm going to (laughs) read. Now, he's an actor, I think, in his own right. But literally, like, someone tweeted, when I win this fight, will Selena marry me? Probably not, but gives me more attention. And then he, quote, tweeted it, you'd have to fight me first. And then. What? 
And then there's like, ha ha ha, this is in 2010. Ha ha ha, Selena Gomez and Demi are cute together. But boy, if you think Demi is prettier, you're wrong. No. And then oh, it, fuck. It, <laughs> if you think she's prettier, you're wrong. And I'll stand by this for the next 10 years. Exactly. And then this is in an article. If Max Eric land a romantic comedy role, he knows exactly who he'd want as his love interest. Selena Gomez. I want to work with her so bad, the 19-year-old oh uh, pregnancy-packed star tells pop star in a video interview. She's so funny, and I think her comedic timing and everything is so fantastic. I just heard her song the other day, and she's so talented, he adds. She's a great singer also. I'd love to sing with her. I'd love to act with her. She's awesome. <laughs> you know uh, who's not good at any of those things? Yo, <laughs> but real talk, but real talk, there's another tweet here where it goes, I don't know if this is real, allegedly. This is in 2015. There's a female singer that screams so much. That's why my girl S is better than you know who. It's so sketch because did this man get close to Demi? Because it was like, like, is she the consolation prize? Yeah, like, I don't know. It's like a LinkedIn strategy <laughs> oh, to no. get to uh, oh. Selena. I, I hope not. I don't think so. I mean, people's opinions can change they over can, the they years, can. you know? It's yeah. just awkward. It's just awkward that there's so much public standing, you know? Going mm. back to like five years ago. Mac, have you ever, like, I guess either of you, have you ever done a tweet cleanse? Have you ever run through mm. like the archive and been like, oh, this could probably. No, no, not really. I mean, I probably should do that. I mean, I, I've never really tweeted anything cringeworthy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I so don't think so. Real quick, real quick. Somebody's like, wait, does this mean you can't like anyone before your current love? People change and grow. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's just, mm -hmm. I think the optics of like the publicly standing is a little bit weird. Yes. That's the only thing. It's just it's a person in a public position who's like pining over this person publicly and then is like engaged to their previous best friend. It's just interesting. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's explicitly it's a, it's a, endorsing them over the other one. Yeah, yeah. And kind of leaning into the Demi versus Selena, which I assume yeah, they were getting the all the time. Like I assume they were getting that a lot. It is absolutely not the same as changing your interest in a person. I want to say that, like, I'm sure they're happy and that's great and I'm happy for them. Did anything come I don't, I don't think so. I just thought it, from them? I just thought it was this? interesting. He was, like, so publicly standing and then also shading Demi Lovato, like, through his standing of Selena. But it's not, it's not, like, I want to clarify doesn't matter like it's mm -hmm. uh, obviously like it's like time, it's just time change people change it's just interesting you know it was like well, he was 19 at the time right he was 19 yeah, yeah. you know us being 19 all, all 19 year olds you know we get into the the celebrity beefs yeah <laughs> Mac, um, do you have a go-to when you think of your teens a go-to cringe moment in that realm like something that you're, you're just in the shower and then like, like nom, just like flashback to the, the terrible moment. <laughs> A terrible moment. No, not really. I mean, the way I dressed, I used to like wear like Aeropostale and Hollister. Mm. I like my, like my freshman year of high school. And now I look back at it, I'm like, ill. <laughs> yeah. But that was, that was the, everybody was doing that though, right? Like just like the, like the shirts with like the big words that said right. Aeropostale going down like the side of it. Yeah, chest. like fully across the it. And like, I feel like that might have come full circle. Uncomfortable they might be, they might be shirts to too. Out. Like not even like comfortable to wear because like the, the sewing of the Aeropostale thing would like scratch your <laughs> chest the entire day. <laughs> going, going you're just back. there getting the scratches and you're like it's worth it this looks amazing <laughs> luckily I think I mean Hollister did change like the way they yeah. sell their clothes but like back in the day just that 
Hollister Aeropostale look. Was what was the what off. was the what was the um store? I want to say it was uh, Anthropology or something where there was leaked internal memos about coded language about uh, how to treat black guests that came in, black shoppers. I don't want to shade uh, Anthropology, really? but like like this how the staff should treat them. There was a piece in the cut that said Anthropology accused of racially profiling black customers. There's a code name for in-store surveillance it's just the n-word yeah well i mean (laughs) it looks it looks like the code name was nick which is like kind of a little bit it's there it's there (laughs) jesus also 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 (laughs) it's alleged you know but there's a piece in the cut that was that was kind of like what it's alleged you know it's hard to determine it's like the og <laughs> trial you know getting yeah. used to say yeah i just like i'm more i'm more inclined to believe the employees at the large corporation than i am to believe the large corporation you know yeah mm-hmm. i don't know why i brought that up but oh the styles of the early 2000s <laughs> oh my goodness oh jordan going back to what you were saying about old tweets and stuff I oh, yeah. I do look back at my old tweets, but I think that I always ran my social media account like I was like running for mayor <laughs> because I I think that everything I tweeted was just like a dad joke and I never got too, I don't know, incendiary or too yeah. like, problematic. Puns and tweets about city infrastructure. Yeah, same. Mine, I was just like tweeting like random things trying to be like funny, like nothing <laughs> yeah. ever like deep. Yeah. It was always something worst, that just sounded the stupid. Being unfunny, like that. Those are the worst tweets. We should, uh, we should do a bit where we look at some of our first tweets. Like, there's a website called All My Tweets, and you can like look, you can like sort them from the beginning. And I think that could be an interesting bit. You know, I didn't have an audience back in the day, so I will sometimes cherry pick tweets from five years ago that I still think are funny and like delete them because no one saw them and then like repost them. <laughs> Retweet Because I'm like, this, this is a good, better. this deserved better, yeah. It's like maybe now they will love me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Don't I'm you like, see how funny I am? I think as a personality trait, I've like always thought highly of myself, but I was insecure that I didn't have external validation to back it up. And so whenever I'm, I have the chance to be like, no, this was always a banger tweet and no one was there at the time. It was like a tree fell in the forest or whatever. We talk a lot on this show, especially recently. Maybe you talked about it when I was in the void uh, a little while back. But like, do you rely on a decent, consistent video output to make you feel like you are a whole human being? Do you get that itch after not putting something out for an extended period of time? Oh, yes. 110 mm. percent all the time. Like, I just I just took a week off, basically. And I'm just like, oh, my channel's going to die. Like every yeah. single time I take a break, yeah. I was like, this is it. They're going to forget about me. <laughs> Scratching your neck. What is your posting frequency right now? It was once a week. I was doing well for a good, like, solid month. And then yeah. I just took a break for a second because I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, we're still in this time we're in right now. I, yeah, I want to yeah. stop for a bit. Yeah. Well, Mac, I, I have a little bit of beef. I do want to say I have a little bit of beef uh, for me. you. And it's, yeah, and we can't, you know, we can't ignore it. Obviously, we have to get into it. And this was Gotcha Journalism and we did get you on the show just so I could get you. <laughs> I saw a movie a little while back, terrible movie. And I thought, wow, this would be a great first video. I've been trying to come up with a decent premise. I, this would be really, really fun to do. And I start writing a little script for it, just some notes, just some jokes. And then I realized that one of the one or two of the jokes seem weirdly familiar. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm funny. Uh, <laughs> man, I'm funny. And these, these jokes are coming fully formed to me. The movie was Loquisha. 
and <laughs> it is fully just jokes taken from your video. Uh, so I just want to say you should have asked if I wanted to make the video. <laughs> I should have put it out into the world before I did it. Yeah, I'm so You should have checked. So you as, as checked. a kind of precaution going forward. But you you, did, just you, did you watch me? that movie? Oh, it's amazing. It is, it is the like best, worst movie I've ever seen in a it's good incredible. second. <laughs> have you seen any of the... Oh, what's his name? Who cares, actually, what his name is? Because <laughs> fuck that guy. Um, have you seen any of his other movies? Like The Test? I want to watch that. No, no. I did not want to look at any of his other movies. Wait, <laughs> I wait. That one, I was like, break, it down, break it down for me. Uh, what's the plot of Loquisha? Mm, oh, please. What isn't the plot of Loquisha, honestly? <laughs> well, first, progressive. It's, it's about this, like, it's this man who, like, works at a bar and people keep on telling him he gives like good advice so he okay. like tries to audition to be a radio show host even though you know, like literally the modern day <laughs> yeah, even though literally the radio show audition thing said they prefer women and minorities okay. because they have too many white men on the radio okay <laughs> i'm i'm already worried about where this is going is this like a reverse yeah. white chick situation yes yes oh, no. literally and literally he uses white chicks as an excuse for this movie so he pretends to be a black woman not like blackface but just like using the voice and pretending to be this character called loquisha and literally like this black scent that he develops is like not even a black scent he's just like screaming <laughs> screaming with like a small twang to it also yeah loquisha is already like uh that better be a real person's name because if it's someone who made up a name to just no he that, made it like, up that's up so in an interview, he said he made it up. Can you, you can tell because it's so funny. It's like, can you imagine somebody having a name that I'm not familiar with? Yeah, I know, right? It's, Wouldn't ugh. that be crazy? What if somebody was different than me in some it's way? It's so wild. Yeah. But the movie it's, is like a roller coaster of just like white saviorism. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's in the wrong the entire movie, and then suddenly he's in the right, and like the black person he was working with was in the wrong. The black mm. people he was working with were oh, in the wrong at the end. Uh, he, and I was like, wait a minute. He had to show them. He that he, he dragged was, the black people yeah. into this scam, and then right. suddenly he just had a change of thought and now they're the evil ones and at the end like, and i was like wait a minute right <laughs> yes white is right turns out he actually and also he teaches them how to play jazz which is kind of him <laughs> introduces them to chuck berry <laughs> he teaches chuck berry how to play guitar oh, that was good i love that. Uh, like it's also worth Land. pointing out it's the writer and star are the same person yeah he the wrote it directed and starred it well, himself can't. i mean that's like he's a regular shane dawson um <laughs> and only in those ways and only in those ways <laughs> not in the black sand ways at all <laughs> that is troubling i think you Good should movie, make though. this video jordan though i mean you yeah can, because uh, the jokes are already written <laughs> youtube already knows that there's an audience for loquitia so mm. this is how you Hell, I might make a video about Loquisha. Shit. Yeah, screw it. Send it to LeVar Burton. More, you know, all I did in my video was I basically just described what the entire movie was. Yeah. Like, yeah. But if you guys want to get into further analysis about it, analyze I mean, his black set. We you know, the history of the black I, set. You know? I feel like I cannot analyze something without creating a whole world around like what I'm analyzing. Like we watched a few videos from like uh one, two, three, go, which is the five minute crafts people trying to make Troom Troom type videos where they're like narrated and strange. And because of all the weird background stuff, we just created a whole dystopia uh, that is ravaged by a evil demigod named Zepho uh, mm. based on the- Weird European snack weird cake. Weird European snack cake. Yeah, I can't even remember what country it's from. It's from the now canon country of Bastapia, Bastapia that we created. Yeah, that's the one yeah. that we made up. So it's, <laughs> I think that we would have, we, we should definitely watch that and make a world. I would love that very much. Mac. 
Is it your favorite movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite bad movie I've ever seen. Like, not even like it's just the premise of it terrible. The acting on top of it is <laughs> absolutely atrocious. <laughs> you need to see it. If you if you haven't seen it, Jarvis, you have to watch it. Okay. You will it's have a field day shit. with it. It I is. Gotta, it's it remarkable because it's also it's like mildly well put together. Like it totally looks like an indie film. It looks like shit mm-hmm. a lot of the time, but things are framed correctly. The sound is recorded <laughs> like they has, did. they're using like actual hardware you can tell they use like mics you know <laughs> yeah like actual they like, just use record a, the it camera. on like, their phone yeah <laughs> the, on the camera mic they successfully it's, like, used a camera and a microphone yeah that's pretty cool there's a budget like it's probably yeah. 600 bucks but there's oh no you know why there's a fucking budget it's because the dude's like a real estate agent oh. yeah the man the, yeah. he's like he's like he has money he's rich so Fantastic. you know what the world needs my movies <laughs> that's like wait now he's now it's a rich guy who was like let me tell these black people what's what <laughs> that's incredible he's just so good at giving advice i mean what's what's he gonna make next i'm i'm on board all where do i sign he tried to like submit it to like um festivals and festivals did accept it but then after they fully watched it they all denied it <laughs> Like there's an entire article of him writing about like festivals like rejecting him and like yeah. accepting him and rejecting him again. I'm like, yeah, it's like, have you watched your own movie, dude? It's terrible. It's, it's insane. <laughs> I just want that level of confidence. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's what I've always wanted. I'm like, how do you make that and then go, the world needs to see this? I all the festivals, <laughs> like, this needs to be in consideration for best in show. This is like I everything. I just, I just the don't. The fear is yeah. helpful in that. I mean, that's that's the valuable part of the constant self analysis and constant self doubt is that you never create anything that you or you never end up creating anything that you don't see pretty realistically. You might yeah. even over critique it, but there's no world where either of you would put out a video and say this is very very good and the camera's like upside down mm-hmm. and you're like wearing a clansman outfit <laughs> it's like, I mean, wow, it's like one of my so videos bad, so yeah yeah. Was, yeah i don't understand oh, yeah. sorry <laughs> so what are you talking sorry, about like Mac, that's literally what shit, i do but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> how do i see looped in on this tea how do i get into the how do i miss the demi lovato stuff where am i not you know i know don't mean? know honestly like i i'm trying to how do you stay on the pulse, Mac? How do you how do you keep up with the <laughs> stay on the pulse? Um, Twitter, it's, yeah, it's just just oh. just scroll here and there, you know, see what's trending. You know, I don't I'm even really scroll Twitter. anymore on my Twitter thing. I just kind of just see what's trending, see what's going on, and then like go on with my life. You know, it's yeah. at that point. You know, it's like there's so much bad things happening in the world. Right. I'd rather not indulge in it right now. I'm just trying yeah. to, yeah. Trying to eat these to vegetables. Misery ratio. <laughs> I'm just trying so to eat these vegetables, now. honestly. <laughs> trying to eat I'm these meal to, preps. I'm trying to eat I'm this McDonald's. I'm my way through this white rice. <laughs> I'm trying to cuck my Freshly's, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, so first off, I think there's a service now that does this, but I want to be able to impersonate other people on social media and look at their feed. Like, look at social media the way they see it. I think oh. that's, that's interesting. I think I saw this on like the Washington Post like a year ago. Someone made an account that followed all the accounts that Donald Trump Jr. followed. And then they were like, this is his, like how he sees the world because he opens this up and spends hours scrolling through through what this is. And it's like mm-hmm. very alarming. So I would love to see like my favorite people, how they experience social media. 
like in terms of what's on their feed and stuff. Oh, there's probably some site I think or there something is or now. some service that does that now. If I think, not, make it yourself. I, I was gonna Get make that a money. video. I was gonna make a video about it at, at some point, like how Ariana Grande sees Instagram or something. I can't remember what I was gonna title it, but it's yeah. Okay, second thing, Mac. Do you feel like you have a healthy relationship with social media? Uh, not right now. Definitely mm. not. Yeah, yeah. Who does honestly? <laughs> I'm just asking for a friend. Can you even have one? I feel like <laughs> social media at this point is that like abusive boyfriend that you just like keep on coming back for and making excuses for. That's but, like, true. Realize it's not he's really changed. helping you. Yeah, he's yeah. changed. There's new tweets in here. He's changed. Oh, yeah. Look. You keep on. You keep on trying to find the good, but then the bad is like blatantly in your face. But you just can't. You can't. <laughs> yeah. Fully it's, walk yeah. away from it. Yeah, it makes me feel bad. But every now and again, there's a cute puppy. Yeah. So every it's now wonderful. and then, I, I see good memes. You know, every yeah, now yeah. and then, I laugh here and there. But sometimes, but a lot, a lot of times, I cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least I'm not thinking. Yeah. At least I'm not thinking about basically, my life right now. Yeah. That's social media is like an escape, basically. But yeah. at the same time, not really a good escape. <laughs> I I agree with that. Right now is the era of <laughs> switching off twitter as you turn to play the video you were watching and then shifting and pausing the video to turn on a movie and then never never once at any point sitting with your own thoughts or spending time with yourself wait you pause things i just leave something playing in the background while i'm like playing a game and like reading social media oh, yeah. scrolling <laughs> oh every sense needs to be stimulated in a specific i cannot watch a movie and not be playing a video game uh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. in a, in a massage chair eating something, something. Yeah. like every sense is being <laughs> is being activated be. at once you have yeah. like yeah. 10 screens in front of you oh that's don't know what, what's going on in any of them that's just, like, like 20, 24 <laughs> It is, it is I want to feel numb. <laughs> I do like to have something on a screen and then it just brings me a little bit of joy to like glance over and go, ah, oh, yes, that's still happening. And then I go back to whatever <laughs> I was doing. Life happens a lot <laughs> to yeah. different places. Well, I was going to say that like social media now in, in the, the end times is like, why the fuck not just be addicted to social media? You know, it's like, at least it's something that gives me a little fix. That's like safe, you know, it's it relative, like physically safe to do. I can't go outside cause it smells like barbecue. I can't like, I, it smells too nice. Yeah. I can't talk to other people. I can't do whatever. I, I at the very least can doom scroll and it gives me like a little bit of dopamine sometimes. What's a positive thing that we can end on before we wrap this episode? Well, yeah, maybe this is positive. I mean, Mac, you didn't go into this in crazy detail and you don't have to necessarily, but like what was the catalyst for you wanting to change your diet? Because I'm wondering if there's like a, hey, I want to improve my quality of life tip that you can give to people yeah. listening that maybe yeah. is now I mean, more than ever. I mean, because I, I did this diet thing before kind of like earlier with um, as for a YouTube video for someone else's channel. Mm. And I really just liked the way it made my entire, I just, I felt better about myself yeah. and who I was as a person and just in general, just had more energy and then kind of left that and like disappeared that and got deeper into my work in YouTube and like kept on like, excusing myself like, oh, I, I can't eat right. Oh, I got it. I just got to right. order this McDonald's because I'm like too busy. I'm too busy trying to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's real. And so it's real. I just, yeah, I just decided like, you know what? I, I want to, especially now that my, my sister's pregnant and oh, wow. she's, having, Congrats to her. she's having a child and I want to, you know, I, mean, I want to have a healthy life to be able to, yeah. like, to, to support all these people. Uh, we'll keep... <laughs> I'm, I'm still listening. I'm so, Jordan was like, mm, "Healthy life." He asked I'm out. me the question, and then he I'm left. Outie. But yeah, I just want to. I just want to live a healthier life to be able like to support the people that I want to support. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I kind of lost the ball, and that's like generally what I wanted to do for my right. entire life was to yeah, help yeah. and 
help other people grow. And I yeah. knew that if I was hurting myself with what was I was putting in my body and basically like shortening my life doing that, then I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. You know, I want mean, to I want to be able wonderful. to live. I mean, I'm inspired. I'm ready to delete Postmates and uh, and rekindle my love for Freshly after I, this. I just deleted all all those delivery apps. I just deleted them this morning. All I have is Instacart for the grocery store when I need like snacks and all that stuff. Yeah, I got to do I'm it. Gonna, I'm I'm done with I'm done with Uber Eats right now. I but if they want to sponsor me, I'm, I'm all about it again. <laughs> that's yeah. so real. I dieted pretty intensely when I was like 21 ish, and I mm-hmm. ended up losing like 50 pounds or something. And it was great because I started to feel like more like I was in a body that was mine that I was like willing to claim, and I felt like healthy and stuff. And honestly, the best argument that I'm hearing from you now is something that I want is like, I am tired all the time Mm -hmm. and I do want more energy and it's such a no brainer, but also hard. Oh, Jordan's back. Sorry, Mac. I just did not want to hear your answer. <laughs> You're just like, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I caught a surprising amount of it. I was just uh, unable to do, speak, or change anything about my settings. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying that I think over the years I've kind of drifted back into some old habits, and I want mm-hmm. to. I want that energy, you know. And it's like it's such a no-brainer that it is like what you're eating and doing with your body. But sometimes so hard to it's hard to escape old habits. It's yeah. hard to escape old habits. And also, like, I think I'm very instant gratification heavy. And I know that like day one, it's not going to feel different. And I have to stick with it to start seeing mm-hmm. the seeing the mm-hmm. results. And it's so easy to just keep hitting the proverbial snooze button of like, oh, well, I'll I'll start that later. And I, today I'm just going to mm-hmm. order another burrito, you know, so it's it's tough. But I'm gonna check out Factor 95. Maybe I'll kick uh, kick freshly of the curb. Who knows? <laughs> it's good. Even people, the people that review Factor 95, <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Factor. 95. I know, right? You know what? Let's not say a single more nice thing until we get that Venmo transaction <laughs> yeah. from the morning. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> But apparently people are saying it's better than Freshly. I haven't tried Freshly, though. But I mean, people, people say that that switch to Factor 95 say it, the taste is better. <laughs> it might be worth them investing in the hashtag cuck your Freshly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to cuck my Freshly with Factor 95. That's my plan. <laughs> I'm going to get Factor 95. They're going to be looking at the Freshly like, you little, you like this? <laughs> Brand deal. <laughs> Brand deal. All right. Well, we end every episode of Sad Boys with a particular phrase. We, we love, love you. you. And we're sorry. Oh, <laughs> great rhythm. Love that. That was great. Alrighty. Gucci girl, Gucci girl, how you doing?